listening to Phenomenology Club Radio. Hello and thank you for listening to this audio podcast. I am Buttress, the host of Phenomenology Club, which is an interactive online community of artists and thinkers centered around this content that I create and curate online for us to talk about which is why both our tagline for Phenomenology Club and the subtitle for this discussion series is Talk About It. Most of these uploads are originally streamed live on our YouTube page. If you're interested in interacting with those as they happen live, please go subscribe and turn on the notifications at youtube.com slash phenomenologyclub. And in general, to learn more about our club, what we do, and how you can become a member for only $1 a month, please visit our website at www.phenomenology.club. Thank you for listening. Stay trippy. How are you feeling? How are you feeling? I'm feeling interesting. I'm feeling a little bad. Feels bad, bro. (laughs) How are you guys feeling? I'm feeling this strange, hard to articulate desire to go live on YouTube and speak to strangers about how I'm feeling. You know, I'm one of these people who, for some reason, gets reached out to a lot when others are feeling bad and sad. Um, you know, I get a lot of messages from people like, I'm gonna kill myself, Buttress, unless you convince me not to. I'm not even joking. And lucky for them, I'm not one of these people that's going to, like, cancel them for doing this because emotional abuse or whatever the hell. I totally understand um, being impulsive, being weird (laughs) on the internet, (laughs) messaging strangers, I'm going to kill myself. I don't really relate to this idea. I think this is part probably part of why people reach out to me because I guess I'm somebody who doesn't typically exude the sad and maybe when I do exude the sad it's in a way where people don't ever feel like I would be so sad I would end my life or something I don't know I don't know maybe you guys know because I've never experienced myself but some of you have experienced me so maybe some of you will be able to tell me why I receive so many messages from people about this I'm someone who typically doesn't feel overwhelmingly sad but I'm feeling a little sad today and for some reason also want to reach out to people on the internet inexplicably I just found out a few days ago from watching a Joe Rogan episode uh, that Kratom, or actually it's pronounced Kratom because it comes from a word, uh, a Thai word. I think the language is called Thai, whatever language they speak in Thailand, Kratom. I've been taking it to wean myself off of Adderall and I found out like a whopping five days ago that this thing is an opiate. I'm like, great, I just quit amphetamines to gain some sort of opiate addiction? Great, and I don't know shit about opiates. I've never been into downers. I was taking Kratom because it's a stimulant in small doses. Uh, And also the white blends, I guess, are more stimulating. I'm still not some sort of expert on Kratom. But upon finding that out, I was like, well, shit, let me stop taking this because I don't need an opiate addiction now. After just getting over my amphetamine addiction, I threw it all out and my stomach was fucking killing me. It's like, I think I'm having some sort of withdrawals because, well, I looked it up and apparently one of the symptoms of Kratom and general opiate withdrawal is uh, digestive and stomach pains. Um, I guess because, well, I was looking into it. There's a few reasons. 
Oh, don't be so sorry, Lilia. That's I'm totally fine. <laughs> Look, I'm not like really like I'm okay, guys. I wouldn't get on here even though I just said that I don't think it's emotionally abusive for people to like I do think that it's emotionally abusive. I mean, I str I stay away from the term emotional abuse period because I think it's a little too vague for my liking. But you know, I've dated men who punch the drywall and shit like this. They're the same types who like threaten suicide in a way that is not serious. Like in the way that like, oh, if you don't get back with me right this second, I'm going to kill myself. Like these sorts of things. Like I do think that that is incredibly manipulative and abusive. And I'm not accusing any of the people who have ever sent me these kinds of dms of doing that kind of a thing i actually quite enjoy receiving messages from people because it makes me feel like they perceive something in me that makes them feel comfortable enough to open up to me about it you know and this has been going on for years and years i'm just it's something peculiar that i've noticed that people reach out to me in moments of incredible distress and i'm actually grateful that people feel that comfortable to do that to me but I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that to other people because I don't totally understand that mindset, you know, and I would be afraid to make anybody feel like <laughs> they need to worry about me. Don't worry about me. I'm talking about my drug withdrawals because, well, maybe this is educational. Like I said, you people perceive me, some of you. I've never perceived myself. Maybe it's interesting to some of you out there. I don't know, psychology majors, social studies majors. Maybe it's interesting if you're an avid listener of talk about it, listening to the changes that I'm going through because of these withdrawals from drugs. Uh, not only from amphetamine, I feel like my personality has not changed but i'm definitely noticing an absence of something and it's making me feel sad but what's making me feel comfort is also knowing that this is probably pretty normal right i mean this is why people abuse drugs so heavily and then quit drugs and then have such a hard time quitting drugs because who the fuck wants to quit drugs? This shit sucks. My body literally is upset. And this is something that I feel like all of us don't give us ourselves enough credit for. The idea that so much of what we experience as sad is really rooted in our physiological experience, you know. I mean, to speak of drugs, we do drugs and we feel euphoria. We feel amazing. This is part of why we do drugs over and over again and why we abuse them. This is a physiological response, right? I think that this is, this is obviously true on multiple levels. I think about things like anxiety. I'm somebody who has panic attacks randomly for no reason. <laughs> and they're so absurd and out of nowhere that I've come to personally find them to be hilarious. Like, I will have a panic attack while I'm driving. Literally out of nowhere. I think it's just years of pent-up stimulant abuse and getting used to, like, driving while I'm geeked out of my mind. And, like, I think there's a combination of factors that are all physiological that have no, like, root in some sort of conceptual process. Because I know a lot of people experience anxiety disorders and anxiety attacks because they're overthinking, thinking about this, the anticipation of this or that. For me, it feels, like, entirely physiological there is no rhyme or reason behind it which is why i come to find it to be kind of hilarious even i will have to pull over my car on the side of the road and get out and contemplate whether or not i'm gonna call an ambulance which i never will because i don't have health insurance and then like as soon as it passes i'm just laughing hysterically because i'm like bitch what the fuck was that it's so random it doesn't even make sense it I don't feel like I can fix the problem because the problem is entirely rooted in my body. I don't even see it as a problem anymore. It's kind of funny. It's an inconvenience, yeah, but you can't let that shit stress you out. Maybe this kind of laissez-faire attitude I have about anxiety and depression in general is part of why people feel comfortable reaching out to me when they're dealing with depression and anxiety. But I thought that, you know... In this rare moment of myself feeling some sort of sad, something that I really feel like I haven't experienced much in years, 
Maybe I'll come on and try to talk a little bit about it. I think the number one cause of what I'm experiencing right now is the feeling of sad is the drug withdrawals. I've been abusing amphetamines daily for about seven years or so. To go from that, being constantly geeked out of my mind, to being sober, not even entirely sober because I was using Kratom as a stimulant. Now that I haven't done that in a few days, I feel like shit. This sucks. And I haven't felt great since I stopped taking amphetamine, period. And I feel like I'm coming to realize so much about myself and how I was operating. Like, for one, I've just been thinking, like, ugh. I don't even want to get too personal. First, I'll ask you guys, how are you feeling? And what do you feel when you feel that you experience the sad? Do you generally feel sad? Do you feel like you experience the sad in small doses? To speak of like suicide, you know, because this is something. I'm probably going to get fucking banned from <laughs> YouTube for saying kill yourself and suicide so much. Shit. Fuck it. Fuck it, YouTube. I don't care. Everyone's banning everyone right now. Anyway, I wouldn't be surprised if this channel gets kicked off or I try to log back into Twitter one day and my Twitter is gone. I mean, all these social media platforms are just banning the, banning the fuck out of everyone. If I ever disappear, just meet me in the Phenomenology Club Discord, I guess. Unless that disappears, then I don't fucking know. Send some smoke signals up or a carrier pigeon or whatever. Speaking of suicide... My number one response to people who ask me this question, I don't know if any of you struggle, but I tell them, you know, like, the way I see it, life is so absurdly short. It doesn't feel that way when you're stuck in this extended moment of bullshit and feeling all the suffering compounded upon itself, but it really is incredibly, incredibly short. And it's like, well, why would I give up this free ticket to fucking Disney World. No matter how much I fucking hate Disney World. Disney World can at least be interesting, right? It's like watching a movie. Maybe you don't like the movie. But you've already watched, what? Thousands and thousands of hours of this movie? Why would you turn it off prematurely? You know that the movie... This is your only opportunity to watch the movie. The movie... Once it ends, it's over forever, you know? Why would I turn it off? Who knows? Maybe there'll be a great part to the movie. Maybe the movie will get even more dark and more depressing. And won't that be interesting? If it's not enjoyable, at least it could be something that I find interesting, right? How do you guys feel about this idea? This is something that, you know, I tell myself. Like, why would I do that? But the number one reason I would never harm myself is because personally, I feel like it's too embarrassing. That's I'm not trying to trivialize anybody who has done this, but like, I just can't bring myself to feel like that would be a thing to be proud of. Not because there's anything wrong with it. The reason I would be embarrassed is because I notice that all of the things that make me incredibly distressed are rooted in societal woes, you know. I'm not depressed because of some deep existential concerns or feelings about the human condition. I'm depressed because I live in capitalism. I'm a woman, which fucking sucks. Hate being a woman, hate living in capitalism, hate not having a PhD in philosophy, hate being a fucking idiot, hate not being successful, hate this, hate that, hate all this shit that has to do with society, you know. So I don't think, and these things all disgust me viscerally, you know, it's so stupid. Why are we all just fucking over here upset about society it sucks if i'm gonna be depressed i want to be i want to be depressed about the human fucking condition i want it to be some existential crises motherfucking bullshit but i can't even have a pure and perfect existential crisis because my life is so inundated with all of these fucking societal woes like i would never end my own life because of this disgusting bullshit it's so beneath me that's how i feel but it's not beneath me because at the same time i can't transcend it hmm anyway i would never because i think that'd be embarrassing i would be embarrassed to die because of this shit how do you guys feel about that idea <sighs> I 
Those constructs should and will dissolve, says Lucid Skyman. Well, I mean, it's not the idea. I mean, I don't know what you're saying. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but it's not even the idea of like constructs, period. Because all, even the most pure and perfect existential crises, crisis would also be the byproduct of working with constructs, you know any concept period a construct but it would at least be more enjoyable you know i just it's 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 bothersome i started reading simu simulacra in the simulation today by john baudrillard because one of the things that i've been trying to force myself to do is really anything i mean without abusing amphetamine i'm having a really hard time focusing on tests so i'm and i'm i'm noticing too how much my memory has become fucking shot. I think since I was so geeked out of my mind for so long, and I became so, I was always so occupied with like incredibly complex tasks, but like doing them at hyperspeed, I think that my brain was maxing out on storage space and learned to just discard information as soon as I processed it. Like this bitch is going to be reading for 16 hours straight, not sleeping, like about how compressors work or how to do this thing and CSS like let's just let her have this little bit of information for the next few hours and then it'll dissolve forever into the fucking ether I feel like my brain has lost the ability to process memories and to store them so I've been trying to learn relearn how to read so I've started today reading simulacra and simulation I'm trying to remember now why I just brought that up oh yeah because I've only gotten through the first few pages but Baudrillard is talking about this idea that the simulation is not that which conceals the truth. It's the thing that hides the fact that it is the truth. The simulation is the truth. And I'm thinking about this as we're talking about social constructs, social bullshit. This is the problem, you know. The simulation is not just this thing where objects are referencing other objects and there's this referential process and the truth exists somewhere i just have to get to it no i'm just embroiled in the shit i myself am a byproduct of the shit and that's such a depressing thing to behold you know my entire personality is manifest from all of these things that i'm saying are disgusting to me and beneath me all of these woes of fucking society like they also created me isn't that depressing doesn't that make you feel sad <laughs> Oh, Kane, Buttress is so fucking smart. Thank you for the insights. I'm not smart at all. And this is something I've been confronting as well. Being off of speed. I'm like, wow, I'm actually a fucking idiot. What have I been doing? I mean, I know I've gained a lot of skill sets since being on, sp on speed. But I don't know what I have to show for them, you know? I mean... I'm trying to stay positive and remind myself of all the things I've learned these past few years and stuff, but I was high out of my mind for so long. I'm like realizing like, wow, this euphoria that I was always experiencing, even just like while meditating on being alive, this was also a thing that was like the byproducts of a drug addled fucking brain experiencing delusions of grandeur and other bullshit. It's quite a thing to behold, you know. But while I'm getting melodramatic, I also remind myself, bitch, you are still <laughs> just out of the fucking shit. And now I'm apparently withdrawing from an opiate. Like, don't think about it too fucking hard. And this is part of why I've been reading, trying to read. Because I'm like, you know what, <laughs> bitch. Bitch, this is how I talk to myself. This is what my inner dialogue sounds like. You know what, bitch? You stupid fucking bitch. You could or could not feel this bad. Feels bad, bro. You could or could not feel this way in a year. And all you have to show for it is that you watched Sister Act, Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit, 
Ghost and every other 90s movie <laughs> from the face of the planet or read scrolled Twitter and the news and whatever for a year or a year from now you could say you've read Simulation and Simulacra and Simulation by Baudrillard. You've completed Hegel's Phenomenology of Spirit. You've completed these various works by Husserl. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can either be depressed and get some reading done and some other things I need to get done, or I can be depressed and just be depressed. And that would suck because what if I'm not depressed in a month? And then I'm going to be like, what were you doing? You had the strength to watch these dumb fucking movies and scroll on the internet and feel sorry for yourself not being on drugs and thinking about being sad and shit. Why didn't you get some fucking reading done? All of this shit is so temperamental, especially if we're going to talk about emotional responses and (laughs) big life-altering realizations and shit, a thing that is so fleeting, you know. I mean, whenever I think back on my most dramatic moments, they're all pretty funny. Whether it was like a, a moment of like, like, you know, pure depression, everything is wrong, I'm crying my fucking heart out this kind of a moment or like oh everything is so beautiful i love being a part of this human experience whatever i look back at all of them and i think that they're funny the good ones and the bad it's funny i'm so dramatic we're all so dramatic i mean look back at all the times (laughs) you had these life-altering realizations they're funny laugh at yourself nothing is that fucking serious you know (laughs) sam stimulation theory right Seriously, Uh, speed is a hell of a drug. Don't I fucking know it? Uh, Lex says, people are usually able to be logical about things when they give advice to others, but for some reason it's hard to apply it to own self. That's so true, Lex, and something that I've been trying to do to myself, I've been talking to myself as if I'm someone else, and thinking about what kinds of things I have come to internalize about myself, like thinking about my life and being like, Oh, like, you've been sad ever since this. Or you felt so happy when this happened or something. And then going back and being like, did I really? Like, I feel like a lot of the narratives I have about my own life are not even true when I examine them on second glance. I'm like, is this actually really true? I don't think this is true. The more I interrogate myself about my own feelings, my own life, my feelings on my own life, the more I realize, like, I'm literally lying to myself every day. I'm saying, like, everything was so great up until X. And then I'm like, was it? Was I really so happy here and here and all of these other times that I think I was so fucking happy on top of the world here and here and everything went to shit when this happened? Like, no. I just have been interrogating myself, and it's making me feel better. I guess this is why people go to psychiatrists. I'm realizing how full of my own bullshit I am, and how much I just lie to myself about what my life is, which seems so weird, because I would never do this consciously, you know? I think that we have to abstract our own lives in a way that makes it accessible to us and able to be interfaced with that we have to sort of condense grand narratives into something we can work with in our own head you know so i think that it's just kind of happenstantial a lot of the narratives i've created about my own life and when i go back and think about them i realize that half of them are just not even true or logical or even make sense thinking about why do i feel this way what is the thing i desire this that you know I'm full of shit. What the fuck? It feels good, though, to be able to realize this and talk about it. Also, also, if we're going to talk about, you know, obvious reasons why we might be feeling a certain way, (laughs) uh, aside from withdrawing from drugs, aside from the fact that external variables are are a factor, uh especially uh, 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 the most glaringly obvious external variable right now would also be like we're in a global pandemic people are dying we've had all these incredible protests about racism like 
we're just like inundated with all of these narratives we're confronting so many evils in the world like of course we're fucking upset how could we not be and this is part of my issues with psychiatry and psychology and why personally I have no desire to go to any of these venues because I genuinely believe that so much of my upset with the world lies with the world you know I feel like these institutions not all of them I think that they're really useful institutions for many people but for myself I don't want to do the work of finding someone who will validate my belief that a lot of what is upsetting to me is what I perceive in the world around me you know I'm sure many psychiatrists and psychologists would validate this but I also just don't have health insurance you know if I did have health insurance maybe I would seek one of these things out but I don't have the money for this kind of a thing but even if I did you know I feel like it'd be so much work to find someone who will validate and like I mean listen to myself the kind of shit I talk about they would just be like bitch I am not qualified to deal with your bullshit like I just don't even think it'd be worth it I would probably convince myself I'm smarter than the psychiatrist I probably would be smarter than the psychiatrist I don't give a fuck that's my delusions of grandeur talking I would just hate them I would think that they're stupid I'm talking from experience too I've been to a few psychiatrists and I'm like eh you're nice but you're a fucking idiot like I'm out of here thanks for letting me cry to you about like the stress of moving at the last minute when my boyfriend kicked me out of our apartment like this isn't a recent happening by the way this is something that happened a while ago I think it's the last time I went to a psychiatrist like my boyfriend kicked me out and I was like oh where do I move I guess I'll move in because of, I'll move in with this creepy guy from Craigslist shit like this <laughs> uh, someone says tricky says I fluctuate between the sad and the feeling of a microwave going off on my skull as soon as the sad fades the microwave turns on Ooh, I like that what does the microwave feel like Uh, facts says also what you're saying about also what you're saying about therapists is literally why I became a therapist wow that rules well if you're ever in the tri-state area let me know so I can come lay my bullshit on you that would be great um oh <laughs> uh, oh uh, this is reminding me of this other time I tried to see a therapist because people don't really know this about me because it's kind of embarrassing but there was a time when I became so I was just way I was experiencing some sort of like mania from being geeked out of my mind all the time this is right before I quit amphetamines for the first time because I was really becoming like Philip K. Dick or something I thought that I was um I thought that I was moving stuff with my mind <laughs> and I like found some like experimental psychiatrist at the University of Chicago that was some sort of I forget exactly what he was into but I was trying to like convince him that I was like this super interesting patient like he would like want to work with me like <laughs> I don't even know where this is going uh Tiki said, Tricky says, it feels like radioactive energy from the void with a sad face. Why the sad face? That sounds awesome. Radioactive energy from the void? What does that feel like? Are you posted up near one of these 5G towers? Zense says, there's also the humble brag narcissistic attempt to say your fault to say your faults in an attempt to appear as though you have humility when in actuality you're manipulating people into having empathy and liking you that's so true zanse <coughs> covid damn i totally know what you're talking about is that what is that what i seem like i'm doing right now because that would make me feel even more bad I feel okay, actually. I think I'm more, I'm mostly dealing with um, coming off of drugs. And it's just terrible. I just hate it. I really hate it. <sighs> God. Um, sorry, I was just looking at something. I hope that's not what I, well, I seem like I'm doing. Because I totally know what you're saying right now. There's a lot of people who just go on and on about, like, you're this, you're that. 
they're this, they're that. And it totally feels like, I don't know if they actually believe what they're saying. I, I feel like maybe they do believe what they're saying about themselves. But they just think that by like saying it outwardly, that's the work, you know? But I don't know. I don't know how to feel about having flaws, period, you know? Do you guys ever think about that? I assume you must. I assume we all think about this. Like, think about all of the people that you know in your life that you think have these, like, glaringly obvious flaws about themselves. Like, there is no way that they know that others perceive them this way, right? There, it can't be. But maybe... Well, yeah, I don't know. It makes me so anxious. Like, do I have some super glaringly obvious flaws? Like, I would, I don't think you would be able to detect them within yourself. But then you see people like who Zensei's talking about, people who go on and on about openly about their flaws. And it's like, well, I don't know what it feels like to feel like you have a super obvious flaw and you need to fix it. Like, I can identify some of what I think are superficial flaws but not flaws that like make me incredibly unattractive to like other people you know the things I can think of that I think make me unattractive to others are things like my propensity for being edgelordy you know I definitely sometimes like have such an edge like I just I don't know like in a dumb way you know that's one thing Another thing is many people have told me that I'm, like, cold, you know, that I lack some sort of empathy, like, I'm inappropriate with what I, like, think is okay to say to people about themselves, but personally, maybe this is a flaw, I don't know, and, but personally, like, I like that about myself, gotta be honest, it makes me feel like I can keep some distance between myself and others, too, you know? shit and I don't feel like I'm an unempathetic person I feel like I love people generally more than most people seem to love other people I don't even say that people are stupid that's like against my personal morals I don't say that people are dumb maybe a few times but I don't I don't use this kind of speech about other people like I think humanity is awesome but I think maybe my love for them is more abstract people tend to like have like personal relationships more than like this general love for all of mankind like you're the fucking bible i'm the bible i got my bible goggles on i love mankind and humanity that's like my love for others i don't know Jip says, in in an attempt to seem self-aware, people, myself included, just tend to almost brag about how they know they suck. Yeah, that's how I, that's what I feel like I was just doing, you know? I feel like I was just bragging about my lack of empathy. (laughs) Like, yeah, it might be a problem, but, but I'm so cool. Don't you wish? Yeah, I really don't know. I don't know. When I think about it, I don't think that I know too many people that are just all around unattractive or have really glaringly obvious personality flaws. I think that those people are more few and far between, so that makes me feel better thinking I'm probably not one of these people that is just so undesirable to everybody else because I don't really know that many people like that, do you? In my head, I can only count a few people I know personally that I'm like, they get pretty fucking weird, and I think that they have no idea, like, how weird it reads to others, you know? This kind of person is relatively rare, so I will say that. So, I don't know. Mm. Blotter. Yeah, it's good to have humility in general, though. Way better than being a blowhard. Agreed. definitely agree humility is an admirable trait you know even possessing it to the point of self-hatred which is something that I kind of struggle with you know some of the things I've been thinking about because I'm feeling sad because I'm withdrawing from drugs now an opiate apparently great for me and fucking stuck in quarantine pandemics racism everything sucks but i've been thinking about narratives that i feel like i've internalized from an early age you know 
because I was talking before about how I think that like some of what we some of what or all of what we come to be is a byproduct of what we observe in the world around us you know I've been thinking a lot about narratives and I don't know if you guys can relate to this but from a very early age I felt as if I was destined somehow in some way I couldn't articulate for some sort of greatness you know and I think that this idea was furthered by the fact like I was born on the Ides of March delivered by a team of handmaidens like the my background story is <laughs> awesome and dramatic you know but I was thinking about like media and I'm also someone who likes to act like media doesn't have so much of an influence on our lives but I was literally saying this to myself today like maybe art really fucked me up art is this thing that I'm truly passionate about doing I feel almost a pressure and a sense of guilt to continue making it because I know many people enjoy my art and are always like where is it I want more of it but I've just been feeling like look how trivial art is and everything that is going on in the world right now with the pandemic with the fucking everything you know I mean like who fucking cares there's kids in India in fucking minds like making makeup for us rich assholes in fucking America going on Twitter and talking about body shaming while we're using our fucking makeup from the children minors in India like I don't give a fuck about art like I'm so I don't care and I'm thinking like how did I ever come to internalize this idea period like oh I am destined for something great if not from art like having to like read the fucking odyssey as a kid and reading this or that epic and all of these things about like success stories and the American dream and not just America because fuck the American dream I never even wanted that shit like a fucking fence and a husband or whatever fuck no that sounds boring but like lightning striking at the fucking top of Mount Olympus and like moving the hearts and minds of the multitudes and all this bullshit it's like where did I get these fucking ideas if not from art and from media like maybe art fucking poisoned me and it makes me think too about like you know like this this loss of a feeling that like you were meant for something and then realizing like that whole idea this thing that has been a guiding light in many of our lives minds and psyches since a very early age this thing that's produced by media and stories of princes and princesses and gods and demigods and all this other bullshit fed to us from such an early age like fuck i forgot where i was just going shit oh yeah it 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 creates i think the loss of that realizing that this is a farce even i feel like i've i could articulate that this is a farce but this is something experienced as a void you know for myself i don't know if you guys can relate to this idea but like this is something I feel like experienced as a void you know like and this makes me think of like fucking like incels shooting up uh <laughs> their workplace and shit like this and like you know the fact that it's typically white men who go out and shoot up their places of employment and stuff because I think and I'm not sure because I can't relate totally to this mindset because I always knew I was a woman and as a woman I know that I'm a retard and that I'm worth nothing but even knowing that I'm just a stupid fucking woman and part of the lesser half of the world or whatever I still came to internalize some feeling that perhaps I could do something great you know I feel like this is probably what these men feel like like their whole lives were led by this kind of guiding light like I am destined for something great and they're realizing that whole thing was a farce instead of identifying the fact that the narrative itself that was sold to us all was a lie not all of us but i i don't know i mean i experienced it i don't know how you guys feel about it but like i feel like they instead of realizing that the narrative is a lie they lash out at who they think actually stood in their way from attaining the thing that they thought was their god-given right since day one you know 
which seems cowardly to me and stupid because if you had half a brain you would see that the problem is art <laughs> and we must burn it we must get rid of all of it are you with me we must rise up and torch the art museums torch the classical works of literature torch them all do you understand me look what they did to us <laughs> Oh, I'm just kidding. What we really need to do is burn the art. <laughs> I haven't read all of Plato's Republic yet, but I've read, um, I'll get through it now that I'm off of amphetamine. Um, but I, um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, I was reading the parts about art and they were hilarious. <laughs> and I will follow his... I will follow this great this great mission he set out for us. Blotter, I still kind of have that hope you're talking about, LOL. Hey, honestly, I do too. And this is part of why I just, I'm able to still articulate it. Because it still is intact within myself. Do you guys feel this thing too? I feel it too. And this is what I'm trying to do myself right now. This is what I've been focused on. I've been focused on the fact that I think this narrative is a lie. And no matter how much it has empowered me on any of my individual endeavors, no matter how much joy this narrative has brought me on some sort of a visceral level, and no matter how much I still am able to transform and manipulate this narrative even to fit new narratives that make it more rational in the face of myself knowing that it's a fucking lie i think that the best thing to do is to confront it and this is what i'm in the midst of doing right now confronting this because i don't want to say that the opposite is true either because then you become one of these people that uses meaning to conclude there is no meaning you know what i'm saying like this is bullshit too i'm just finally having some sort of not i don't even know if it's clarity i felt like i had more clarity of mind when i was geeked out of my mind i'm fucking amphetamine all day every day i want to go back there i'm triggered right now i want to go back tell me not to i think i will eventually i'm just being honest right now i need to take a break because my life was falling apart and i was like destined for prison not prison jail i don't know where they would send people like me but you know it's true i was getting into like warrants issued for unpaid tickets territory and this is the road i can't go down because i know as soon as i end up in jail it'll just be an endless fucking thing because you got to pay bail money and then you got to fucking i don't have the money or the i don't have the motivation for that right now i need to get my life a little bit more in order before i get back into drugs just being honest god youtube is like i feel like youtube's gonna ban me Everyone's getting banned from social media. Speaking of, I'm going to wrap it up here. I'll go back on topic in a second. But I wanted to say, too, I was listening to the thing I did on Noam Chomsky and free speech. A lot of people listened to that upload. And I was thinking, like, you know, I really was a little too vague. I should have said a little bit more about examples. The thing that I think is being policed the most <clears throat> and why I think I have some insight into feeling the way I do and why I feel restricted in my speech. This is so off topic, sorry, but I just have to say it before I forget. The thing that I think all you have to look at is feminism. Like, this is the problem. Like, I have been called a swerf, a this, a that, all of these other things for saying things that I felt were completely obvious. And if not obvious, were at least open for debate, you know? Things like, if you want to say that porn is misogynistic or rape kinks are misogynistic, this can get you literally fucking canceled so i should have brought that up let's get back on topic that's what i wanted to say because <laughs> i was listening to it like bitch why didn't you say it and the reason i didn't say it is because i was worried about being canceled so yes if you listen to that upload again or didn't listen to it at all and listen to it this is what i'm talking about more than anything i'm talking about feminism anyway feels bad bro I'm doing well, thank you, Drift. I'm trying. Anyway, um, I don't know if this was interesting. 
insightful. Like I said, I'm stupid. I really have been coming to confront how stupid I am, which is part of why I want to read more, you know. I'm good at a lot of things, but I'm superficially good at a lot of things. I run a fucking philosophy club, and I'm not even well-read in philosophy. Like, I've just been confronting, like, speed, man. Speed really will, like, just just get you going. <laughs> it was just... I mean, I think I'm smart, but I'm not smart in the way people who run philosophy channels are smart. I don't think people listen to this channel and, like, learn anything about philosophy. I don't think I've done anything, like, helpful for anyone. But, whatever. Speed. <laughs> Love speed. Um... I hope that, uh, I don't know. I hope that I gave you a direction. That's all that I think I'm good at doing. I'm good at working with concepts. Like, that's the one thing I will give myself credit for. Even though I think I'm stupid, I'm bad at retaining information. Shit just comes in one ear and out the other. Unless it's like, you know, I mean, I, I've learned a lot of skills by way of, like, repetitive doing them and reading about how they work and shit with the help of speed i'm worried about the future how am i going to like learn a thing like coding for web without Adderall? i mean this is what i did all last summer i just ate a ton of speed and just watched css tutorials on youtube right now that could never hold my attention like and i would do it for 16 hours at a time and i did learn a lot so i'm very scared about having to continue in this way without it but I'm not trying to call myself a complete fucking moron or anything. I'm just trying to be honest with myself and not try to deceive my audience. Um, or be fake humble. I'm being totally genuine right now. I think I'm a fucking moron. But I am good at working with concepts. And I think that I've helped certain people at least go in a direction. That's all I'm good at doing steering people in a direction so if you're struggling with the big sad or anything else i challenge you to even make charts i love making charts sit down and interrogate yourself and try to find the flaws in your reasoning because they're there try to find where you're lying to yourself because these are the things i've been doing and i'm not going to say that they've made me feel a hundred percent better but they are helping me feel something and feel like I'm working through something, you know. The more I interrogate myself and the more I try to think about why I'm feeling a certain way, I just feel like I've been discovering so much. I've been finding so many flaws in my own thinking and my own narratives about myself. Like, I've genuinely convinced myself that I was this or that way during these or that years. And then I think about it, I'm like, no, I wasn't. What am I even fucking talking about? I'm telling myself myself that I felt this during this time and like no I did not what am I talking about I'm a fucking liar I'm lying to myself and I feel like we're all lying to ourselves and confront also the kinds of narratives that we build within ourselves or at least question them you know things like this this feeling that we are destined for some sort of great thing you know where does that come from where did i internalize this idea is this idea harming me what happens if i don't achieve the thing that i think i'm going to you're not supposed to think that way well who does achieve the thing if we all feel this way what are the chances that we all achieve the thing, you know? And am I just lying to myself when I find some sort of bullshit yoga Buddhist type mantras to make myself feel better? And I just like separate myself from my ego and like I no longer have earthly desires. Like, fuck it all. It's not working for me. I mean, you are philosophizing right now. It's just not academic, which is a restraint you don't have to go into necessarily. Thank you. You're, you're right. Um, you know. But I do have a boner for academic philosophy, too. But uh, like I've said before, you know, for me, the use of philosophy is being able to work with concepts you know it's a tool to me more than it is a canon and i have met graduate philosophy students that are literally fucking retarded and i don't care cancel me i said the fucking r word i don't give a fuck this is also stupid 
I've met the dumbest fucking academic philosopher people in my fucking life. In people who are going to grad school, whatever. Ugh, it's all dumb. But thanks. Um. Anyway, thank you everyone for uh listening. Sorry, to, sorry to just get edge lordy. Oh, I just got mad for a second. Because I'm thinking about cancel culture or whatever. Anyway, I would never say that word to actually refer to a person who was actually handicapped in, in, in any sort of way. This is my justification. I try to say the word less, but when I do, it's like, it's I'm, I would never say that about someone who actually had some sort of like problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it kind of bothers me when people police the fuck out of this word usage because it's like, what are you saying about people who are handicapped? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, dumb was another word that was literally the clinical term for people who are mentally handicapped. So why aren't you policing that word? To me, it's like you're calling them this thing. Like, you're the one being disparaging. Fuck it. Anyway. I hope you all have a great evening. I just watched The Game by David Fincher. I've been on a 90s kick. I also watched Sister Act the first one tonight today this morning the first thing i do these past few days when i wake up is watch some 90s movie i watched ghost the other day for the first time which i found to be highly enjoyable albeit a bit racist i had some problems with what they did with whoopi goldberg's character and thinking about it i was like damn whoopi goldberg fucking rules why don't i watch sister act today which i did and i cried <laughs> like I cried from at Sister Egg. That, that's how you know I'm really going through something right now. Because, like, what was I doing? Crying at Sister Egg? It's a great movie, though. I think I'll watch Sister Act 2 back in the habit tomorrow morning. I just know I'm going to be feeling it. Um, I watched The Game right before I got on here by David Fincher. Great film. Love David Fincher. No. Actually, I don't. No, I do sometimes. Alien 3 and The Game. And some other things. Great films. Hated the social network. Hated the other one. Anyway. Thank you all for listening. I hope you're all doing great. And um, I'm going to keep reading Simulacra and Simulation. And hopefully maybe have something slightly more academic for you in the future too. Because that would be nice. Um, But I hope you're all safe and doing good. Oh and please give me a thumbs up. If you can. Because that helps, I guess. Lean on me. Oh, I haven't seen that in forever. That would be great. Now that you've said that, definitely going to watch Lean on Me. Definitely. Yeah, please give me a thumbs up. Uh, and I love being alive. <laughs> and you guys are pretty cool, too.